if you're if you're always hitting penalties on your IRA, um, kind of defeats the purpose. The purpose of an IRA or a Roth IRA is to um, the government's trying to incentivize you to save for retirement. And how they're doing that is they're reducing the taxes you're paying on your money. You're listening to Young Smart Money, a podcast that inspires young entrepreneurs to take their personal finances to the next level. My name is Apple Kreider, and I am a huge personal finance nerd and entrepreneur who's constantly looking for a better way. Whether it's amassing millions of credit card points, learning which parts of the tax code can work to your advantage, or just figuring Figuring out how to run your business as smart as possible. I am all about it. Join me as I sit down with some of the smartest financial planners and specialists for young entrepreneurs out there and extract the action steps you need to get the most bang for your buck from your business. Welcome back. My name is Apple Kreider. You tuned into Young Smart Money, whether you're on the YouTube, whether you're on the podcast, if you're on YouTube, enjoy my uh, Thailand hostel in the background. I'm not actually in Thailand. I'm in Laos. I lied. So enjoy my Laos hostel in the background. If you're on the audio, you're missing out. Uh, but what we're talking about today is a Roth IRA versus a normal IRA. And I know you're probably like jumping out of your seat. You're like, oh my gosh, IRAs. I love them. <laughs> you're probably not doing that. I'm doing that whenever I hear IRAs. But I know that's not totally, totally shared among among most young people, but it's a super important thing to think about, especially if you are younger. We talked about exactly why that is, but the, the decision between like, should I contribute to a Roth? Should I contribute to a, to a normal IRA? It's an important decision. And there are some also alternatives that we're going to be talking about as well, but let's just dive right on in. I don't want to waste your time. So let's do it. So first off, why is this important? Why, why should you even care? Why are you watching this video? If you don't know why you're watching this video, here's why you're watching this video. Okay. So if you took a hundred dollars, if you saved a hundred dollars every single month, okay. So say you cut off whatever you're, you're, you cut the cable and you stop paying a hundred bucks a month to direct TV or whoever. Okay. If you invested that hundred dollars for 20 years, that hundred dollars a month becomes $60,000. Okay. So a hundred dollars a month, again, that's, that's not saving that much money per month, you know, a hundred bucks a month. That's, that's like three bucks a day. That's not too bad. So you save, you save three bucks a day. Uh, by the end of the 20 years, 20 years, a long time, but 20 years later, you got 60K. Okay. Awesome. Now you keep doing that for 40 years, then you've got $335,000. Okay. And if you keep doing that for, for another 10 years, then you're at $750,000. So the stuff starts to add up quickly. And the sooner you start, the better. Cause as you can see, going from 20 to 40 years is, is 60K to 335K. And then from 40 to 50, 330 more than doubles into 750. So big, big stuff. Uh, you, sh you should you should care you should care because the sooner you start the the easier it is to uh, really amass a, a significant like nest egg for yourself and and secure yourself that retirement earlier on which I know most people are after they want that financial freedom and and one of the best ways to do that is to start early because your two ingredients in this in this equation are time and money and if you don't have that much money but you're young you got a lot of time uh, use that time to your advantage and 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 start thinking about this stuff earlier on because the earlier you think about it the less money you got to put in the the more luxuriously you can live today if you start sooner. So that's that's the moral of that. But let's just dive into IRAs now. Hopefully, hopefully you're convinced. Hopefully you um, are at least thinking about contributing to an IRA if you're watching this video. So let's do it. Let's do it. So that 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 little lesson right there should have taught you two things. One, why it's important to start early. Uh, but two, why why taxes matter. Okay, because one thing I didn't mention there is is think about that. You got seven hundred fifty thousand dollars by saving your hundred bucks a month. Uh, that's that's a lot of money that's potentially going to be taxed depending on what kind of account you had okay because anytime you're making money uncle sam wants to be making money uncle sam is hungry he wants to eat so if you are making money there's a good chance that uncle sam is making money as well so 
the, the, the main difference between the Roth IRA and the normal IRA is how things are taxed, okay? So let's let's just dive into it, okay? Because there's a, there's a couple uh, kind of points in time when your money could be taxed, and, and those are going to differ based on what kind of account you have, okay? So you're either going to be taxed on the way in, so your money is going to get taxed on the way into the account, or on the way out of the account, okay? So it's not gonna get taxed on both, on like a brokerage account or like a normal investing account, like your Robinhood account or whatever, like you're getting, you're putting after-tax money in there, so you get paid at your job, you pay taxes on that money, then you put it into Robinhood, then you make money in Robinhood, you're, you're such a good trader, you're such a good investor, you make a lot of money, then when you sell and you take that money, you're getting taxed on that again, okay, for your capital gains. So. With, with a normal brokerage account, you're getting taxed on the front and the back, but with IRAs and Roth IRAs, you're only going to get taxed in one of those places, okay? So with a Roth IRA, you're getting taxed on the front, okay? With a Roth IRA, you're putting in after-tax dollars into that Roth IRA, and then the money is allowed to grow over time, and then when you take it out, then you pay no taxes. So for example, that $750,000 that, that grew in your Roth IRA, when you take that out on retirement, you're paying $0 in taxes on that money, which is really significant because there's very few ways legally in the United States that you can be making tax-free um, income, tax-free gains, tax-free investments. So that's one of the reasons why a Roth IRA is super, super attractive. Now, a normal IRA, on the other hand, is going to be the opposite. So you're taxed on the way out. So you're putting pre-tax dollars into that Roth or into that normal IRA, rather. Um, you're putting pre-tax dollars into there. And then when you when you sell, when you retire, when you're taking distributions from that account, that is when you're going to be taxed. So that, that $750,000, um, any of that that is gains, so anything that is beyond what you initially put in there, that's going to be taxed, okay? And that's going to be taxed at your normal income tax rate, okay? So either way, you are getting taxed at your income tax rate um, when the money goes in or when it comes out. So um, that being said, uh, let me just kind of break it down a little bit more granularly in terms of like when the taxing is actually happening. So with, 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 um, there, there's kind of four places where taxing could be happening. So first of all, you could be getting a tax deduction for your contributions. Now with a normal IRA, you're, you're, you're typically going to be getting a tax deduction for the contributions that you make. That is not something you're going to get with a Roth IRA. Okay. So Roth IRA, no, no tax deduction, IRA, normal IRA, usually you're getting a tax deduction for that. Um, next pre-tax income. So with your um, traditional IRA, you're putting in pre-tax income, again, income before it gets taxed, and then you're getting taxed on the way out. With the Roth IRA, it's the opposite. You're putting in post-tax income, so income that's already been taxed, um, and then on the way out, it's tax-free. So uh, tax-free growth, both of them are getting tax-free growth, so your investments are growing tax-free in both accounts. You're not paying any capital gains um, on either of those as long as you are following the rules, which we'll dive into in a little bit. But as long as you're following the rules, no capital gains for you. And then tax-free distributions. So when it's coming out, uh, it's tax-free with the Roth. It is not tax-free for the traditional. You're going to have to be paying income tax rates um, on the distributions with your traditional Roth. Okay, so I say distributions, like when you're taking money out of that account in retirement, that is when you're being taxed for the traditional IRA, okay? So uh, one thing that, that also is, is important to note here is, is whether the money is yours or not, okay? Because if you have yet to be taxed on this money, so so again, Roth IRA, you have you've already been taxed on the money. That money is already your money. Okay, the government has no claims to that money because it is yours. You pay taxes on it. It is it, it's free and clear yours. Okay, with a traditional IRA, that's not the case. Okay, because you haven't paid any income taxes on this income yet. 
Therefore, the government still has a claim to that money. Therefore, when you deposit into a traditional IRA, you are going to, um, you're not able to withdraw those deposits whenever you want, okay? Because with a Roth IRA, this is a big, 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 big misconception. So many people don't know about this and that's why they don't contribute to a Roth IRA. Really important to note, with a Roth IRA, you can take out your contributions whenever you would like, okay? So say you deposit $1,000 into your Roth IRA. You're a great investor, so it goes to $2,000. You can take that initial $1,000 out whenever you want. You don't have to be uh, 59 and a half. You don't have to be retired. You don't have to be anything. You can take that money out whenever you would like, okay? When you wanna to touch that additional, those gains, that additional $1,000, that's when the taxes come in. That's when the penalties come in if you are not yet retired, if you are not yet 59 and a half years old. So, um, so, so, so with the Roth IRA, functionally, the money is yours, okay? You can do with it what you want. The gains are what you need to leave in there, but um, you're gonna you're gonna do best to leave it all in there because that's how you're gonna let compound interest do its thing. So you're gonna wanna leave all the money in there, but if you need to take the money out for any reason, you can. And there are also some exceptions, um, things like if you're buying your first home, you can uh, start touching some of those gains from the Roth as well without any, any penalties. So there's a couple little caveats here and there, but functionally the money in the Roth is your money you can take it out when you want it's the gains that you can't touch with the IRA with the normal IRA it's different okay with the normal IRA that money in there is still I mean the government's still calling that money their money because they haven't taxed you on it yet so they are not going to let you take that money out okay you cannot withdraw from your traditional IRA whenever you want because again the government still has, has stakes has claims on that money and uh, they are not going to let you just take that whenever you want without imposing some significant penalties. So that's another big draw to the Roth is like that money is not locked up forever. It's not locked up till retirement. You can take it out when you need it. If an emergency comes up, that money is still within reach without having to face a ton of penalties because if you're, if you're always hitting penalties on your IRA, um, kind of defeats the purpose. The purpose of an IRA or a Roth IRA is to um, the government's trying to incentivize you to save for retirement and how they're doing that is they're reducing the taxes you're paying on your money so they're like yo use use these tools we're giving you where we're allowing you to save money on your taxes but you're going to have to follow some rules here because we want to make sure this money's actually for retirement so that's that's the attraction of, a, of an ira right there is is, is the tax advantages that you're, that you're being given okay they're allowing you to grow your money tax free and so so that's that's, that's the draw, okay? That's that's why you would open a, an IRA in the first place, whether a Roth or normal. Now, who who is each one for, okay? Um, oh, one other thing I wanna mention here is just the income limits. So with the Roth IRA, you're actually gonna be hit with an income limit. So if you're making more than $139,000, if your modified adjusted gross income, which for all intents and purposes, just means your income. Um, if your total income per year, um, we, can, we can talk about AGI and MAGI and all that good stuff um, later because I, I love talking about personal finance. But for now, just, just think like your income minus some of your deductions um, has to be less than $139,000 to contribute to a Roth IRA. If it is above that 139, you can't directly contribute to a Roth IRA, but you can do some 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 fun little stuff um, kind of going around the back. So um, that's that's currently what I'm doing right now. I've, I've got some cool little little things that I'm working on in terms of just like um, one thing I'm doing, is called a backdoor Roth IRA. And then, then there's the mega backdoor Roth IRA. So I'll make, I'll make content about that later. Uh, once I've, once I've had a little bit more experience with that, but 
Yeah, just know there are ways to get around those income limits if you are above that and you still want to contribute to a Roth IRA because, I mean, that's that's about, I want I want to keep putting money in my Roth. And so with with things like, okay, I don't want to dive into like mega backdoor Roth and stuff because there's there's a lot there, but um, you can you can Google it if you want. But with, with a mega backdoor Roth, you can contribute potentially up to 10 times as much as you could with a normal Roth because with your normal Roth IRA, if you're under that income limit, then you're, you're also limited to, to only $6,000 per year that you can put into this Roth IRA. Um, with, with your traditional IRA, the uh, number's a lot higher, and so you can contribute a lot more to that account every single year, and there's also no income limit. So that's those are some, those are the pros for, for the normal. Personally, um, I'm a little bit biased towards the Roth, but uh, that's that's because we'll dive into this next thing and we'll kind of talk about who each one is for. So basically, the, 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 the only thing you really need to think about is like, okay, think about where's your tax bracket now and where do you think your tax bracket is going to be in retirement so right now i'm pretty young okay i'm 21 years old um i'm thinking that where my tax bracket is today is lower than where my tax bracket is going to be in retirement now that's for a number of reasons one is just the amount of money that i'm investing right now um two is just i mean you don't you don't really know where like taxes are going in the future so like tax rates are are, are subject to change whenever i mean like they don't have to ask your permission to, to change the tax rate so um you never you never know i i think taxes are probably going up before they're coming down so uh long term i'm expecting my tax rate to be higher uh in retirement than it is right now because um still relatively uh, i wouldn't say i'm in a low tax bracket but um over over time i definitely anticipate paying more money in taxes so that's the consideration okay because with the roth ira you get taxed up front with the traditional IRA, you get taxed at retirement. So you have to think about, okay, where is my tax bracket going to be highest, okay? Because you want the money to get taxed at the lowest tax rate possible. So if, if, you're, if your tax bracket now is lower than it will be in retirement, because maybe you you are investing a lot of money, you're, you, you have your own business, it's growing, whatever. Um, if you think that your tax bracket in retirement is going to be higher than it is right now, then a Roth IRA is the right choice because you're taking the lower tax hit right now. And, and then in your retirement, when, you're, when your tax bracket is higher, then you will not be taxed on that money. Now, if you think the opposite is true, if you think, okay, right now, I'm in a pretty high tax bracket, I'm in like my highest income earning years, I don't think it's going to get much higher than this, then you would want to opt for the traditional IRA because then you're delaying that tax burden until you will ideally be in a lower tax bracket. So, okay, with Roth IRA, um, you want to have a lower tax bracket than you expect to have in retirement when you're 59 and a half. Um, not, not actual retirement, but like 59 and a half is when you can start taking money out. So a lower tax bracket now, if you have a higher tax bracket now than the normal IRA, the traditional IRA, is going to be the better option for you because again you want to minimize taxes um, minimize that tax burden that you are going to be facing so if that makes sense um there's not really too much to that now it's just like will you be in a higher tax bracket now or when you're 59 and a half so think about that and then again there's there's a lot of uncertainty there so, so you never really know um but I, I mean like i said i think taxes are going up before they're coming down so i'm, I'm not really anticipating being in a lower tax bracket when i retire than i am right now um, is really the, the gist of that story. So uh, there's, there's a couple of alternatives that, that are worth mentioning as well. First is the 401k. I mean, a lot of you guys are probably wondering, okay, here's how the IRA stack up, but like, what about a 401k? Okay, so that's that's something I'll be talking about in the future. I'm sure I'll put some content together on just like IRAs versus 401ks and kind of comparing and contrasting those two. But that's, that's an option as well that's gonna be set up through your employer, um, or you can set up a solo 401k if you run your own business. That's what I 
um, personally do, and I can talk about that in the future as well. Um, so there's those. There is your traditional brokerage accounts, like your Robinhood account, your Charles Schwab account, your Fidelity account, whatever, where it's, where it's taxable on both sides. So that's not really ideal for, for most things. If you can use an account where you're eliminating tax in one of those places, uh, you're probably better off doing that because um, the, the, the only real draw at the brokerage account is that there's no restrictions, okay? Because uh, since the government's not giving you any bonuses, they're not giving you any incentives, they, they don't have, there's no restrictions. So you can put the money in when you want, take it out when you want. Um, it's it's all fair game. So that's the that's the advantage to a traditional brokerage account. And then there's also like the solo 401k, there's a SEP IRA, and there's a bunch of other um, accounts specifically for uh, business owners, small business owners, etc. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to talk about there as well. Personally, um, just to give you guys a quick overview of what I have going on. So like I mentioned, I'm doing I'm doing a mega backdoor Roth IRA, which basically involves having a solo 401k. And then uh, for 2019, I didn't do that in time, so I didn't open my solo 401k in 2019. So in order to go back and get some of those benefits that I missed out on by not having my solo 401k, I opened a SEP IRA, which is, um, it's a simple empl employer pension, um, but but we can talk about that later. It's, it's basically, it's another type of IRA basically that is only for small business owners. So if it's, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, I don't need to dive into that now. This is about IRAs and, and Roth IRAs. So. That's, that's basically it for the video. I hope you guys got some value out of it. If you are interested in, in learning how to open a Roth IRA, I made a video about how to open one with Fidelity. That's who I have mine with. It's free. There's no fees. There's no commissions. There's no nothing. So I'll link that up in the description, in the show notes, et cetera. Check that out. But uh, that's that's going to do it for the video. I hope you guys got some clarity as to like which of these makes more sense for you. And I, I truly do hope that you decide to open an IRA, especially if you are young. I don't care if it's Roth. I don't care if it's normal. But if you're a young person, the, the amount of effect and just impact that you opening a retirement account now can have on you long term is, is crazy. Like just just go. I'll link it in the description too. like go to a compound interest calculator and just like start messing around with that stuff because it, it's crazy. I know I mentioned like saving $100 per month um, and talked about 20, 40 and 50 years. Uh, but 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 a hundred dollars a month is 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 very a very small amount of money. Okay, think about if you if you extrapolated that to like a thousand dollars a month. Okay, which which still I mean that's that's like thirty three dollars a day. Okay, that's not that much money. Okay, if you were able to save a thousand dollars every single month for twenty years, that's gonna end, that's gonna be what's that gonna be uh, six six hundred thousand dollars. Okay, six hundred thousand dollars. Um, pretty significant now. Uh, if you if you save that for for 40 years, okay, that's gonna go up to about three and a half million. If you save it for for 50, it's gonna be about seven and a half million dollars. So like, e even if you're investing a, a relatively small amount of money, like the the, the <laughs> just leaving it in there for a long time, it, it does a lot. So I'm gonna step off my soapbox. I hope you guys enjoyed um, learning a little bit more about IRAs, Roth IRAs, all that good stuff. And um, yeah, as always, reach out if you have any questions about personal finance or anything. I am always down to talk and I will uh, catch you in the next one.